and welcome to the very first episode of My PlayStation and Me. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Mr. Midas. Hello, Midas. How are you? Yeah, no, my G's. We are here. You get me? <laughs> That's good. That's, it's ridiculous, Rahul. And my man, Rahul, Rahul, how are you, sir? What up? What up? So man, Midas, this has Midas, been... Midas, Midas just went from like no energy to like the typical Midas energy in a matter of seconds. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love it, man. How? I love it. How? So, how? To, give you, to give you a quick behind the scenes, yeah, this is early. Man does not do the morning thing. <laughs> and I came in quiet. I let them know when the pod starts, man's going to bring the energy in it. This is what man does. Ridiculous. I love Ridiculous. it. A true professional. So for those <laughs> who don't know what this is or what we're doing, uh, my PlayStation and me was literally an idea that I wanted to do for a while. Uh, most people know I am mainly known for Xbox coverage. Um, I've been covering Xbox now for probably about five or six years. And there was only two people that I wanted to do this with. Rahul, me and you met uh, five years ago now. Five I know, years man. ago now. Literally, yeah, just a few days ago, it was five-year anniversary of our meeting. Which is Facebook wild. memories told me. <laughs> and you're, you're probably the biggest PlayStation fan that I know that isn't on the inside of the industry in terms of, mm. I know you work in the industry and we're going to get right. to that, don't you worry. But like on the yeah. press or enthusiast press side of things, um, you're probably the yeah. biggest PlayStation fan that I know. So you always have great insight. We've done a little bit of work together before covering PlayStation's press conferences and stuff like that. You always speak very oh, yeah. elegantly and from a fan's <laughs> point oh, of view, thanks, man. which is amazing. And that's why yeah. I wanted you on this. I think you're the perfect fit to come on and just talk PlayStation. And Midas, we all know where you stand when it comes to PlayStation. <laughs> My man, I, I remember going to uh, EGX <laughs> and we're walking around. I had an Xbox jumper on. We're in the PlayStation section. He's like, yo, you can't be wearing that in this section, fam. What are you talking about? I'm like, yo. Move from right there, my G. See? We don't want you right there. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside, you know, I love all consoles, I love all games, but I am known as Mr. PlayStation. Which is wild, which is wild. But I thought what we would do for this episode, I thought, look, nothing is planned with all this. This was a, this was purely a thing of like, people want it, we'll see how the first episode does, we'll see what people <laughs> think of the episode, this is a pilot, and uh, we'll go from there. So I thought we would start with like our history in gaming. Um, Rahul, I think we'll start with you. Like, where did... Where did like your love of video games come from? And then we'll specifically get to PlayStation later. But like, do you have like an early memory of like what started you on your journey of being a gamer? Ooh. So actually, like I would always say that my first memory is me getting my PS1 on my seventh birthday. But actually, the more I, th I thought about this a bit, actually, a few like sort of recently, and actually it's playing Age of Empires on the PC oh. with my dad okay. because my dad loves RTS games like Rise of Nations, um, Age of Empires, sort of Command and uh, Red Alert, like Command and Conquer. That was my dad's jam. And when he got Age of Empires and we got a PC in our house, I used to play that with him. And I didn't really understand what I was doing because I was like six or five or something, but I used to sit with him while he played it. And that's my earliest memory. And then I guess my dad must have realized that I was sort of into gaming or I was interested in what he was doing. So then he bought me a PlayStation 1. And that's where, you know, I had my own console. And then me and my brother used to sit together and play that. And that's how it really began. And that's where my PlayStation history begins. Interesting. My Do you know what? I never knew anyone could go from the PC master race to <laughs> a console. <laughs> like, like that's, not, that's not even heard of. I didn't even know that was possible. 
<laughs> Midas, what about you? you like, where, where did your like history of gaming start off? Obviously, you've been playing games for a long, long time. Like, where does it start for you? So it's mad because, and that's why I'm really excited to do this episode with everyone because I fly the flag for PlayStation all of the time, and and we'll get into it a bit later. But I didn't start off as a PlayStation gamer. Like PlayStation is really a late <coughs> part in my in my life in gaming. So I started old school on the um, Master System. We're talking like Alex the Kid yep. um, and them thing there. You could swerp up your Master System <clears> and, <throat> and even without putting a cartridge in it, it had a game in it already. Like Wonder Boy, games like that. So I've been gaming since I was a little man, but... The thing that really, the thing that really pinnacles me into gaming is getting to an arcade as um, as a kid, like with my older cousin. So I've got an older cousin who's in jail right now. We won't get into that. And he used to take me to the arcade when I was little. And all I remember is, it wasn't even, I'm saying arcade, it was a kebab shop, fam. But they had two <laughs> arcade machines in there. Yeah. And um, but all I remember was the sound of Street Fighter. And one thing that always resonated with me was like the um, Dow Sims level with the elephants and the elephants <clears throat> making that big noise. And you know how loud arcade machines, this isn't a little kebab shop, you know, man's, yeah. Buying a one piece of chips so the kebab man don't mind and then just using all of the money. Yeah. And then being able to get a Super Nintendo and have that same Street Fighter game in my house yeah. that I can play with my friends and not have to worry about money in my pocket. It like mind blowing. And that's 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 my kind of start into specifically gaming. What about you? Yeah, for me, it's I have a really weird history with with video games across the board. Like, I started off as a, a Mega Drive kid, um, and I remember I remember getting Streets of Rage is like a huge one for me. It's one of the the earliest memories I have with me and my dad playing games. And my dad's not a gamer, which is weird because he owns a game shop, but um, he doesn't he doesn't play games. That's not like what he does. He repairs consoles and stuff like that. Um, but like he would play Streets of Rage, so that's a very very early memory for me. Like you say, Alex the Kid. Shinobi, um, Street Fighter, like all of those type of games of what I grew up on. And it's funny with the arcades, like my dad in his shop, he has the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 arcade. He still has it to this day. I said to him, I went and wow. see, see him yesterday <laughs> and I said to him, I've got four siblings and like his wife's not into games either. And I just said to him straight, I was like, I want this. I don't want anything from you, I swear. Like anything <laughs> else, I don't want. Like generally, like you can cut me out the wheel with <clears throat> everything. I don't give a damn. I want this machine. Like, to have an arcade machine in your house. You know, like, when you go to those big boy houses and you walk around and they've got, like, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. man cave room? I'm never going to have that. I know for a fact I'm never going to have that just because prices in London, ridiculous, right? And space, not a thing. But to have, wherever I am, to have that arcade machine, you come to my house and I'll whoop your butt on Mar uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Game over. See the arcade machine that will get flipping burglar shock. Dude. A burglar will try run up in your house and they're like, and then they just hear bear fighting. They be like, no, nah, fam, let's yeah, yeah, like, let's move, fam, let's move. This 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 is not the yard for it. They're on smoking there. But yeah, I, I have a really weird history with like all games. Like I say, I've had literally every single console. 
just because my consoles would come and go, they would be replaced with, I had a Mega Drive, I had a Sega Saturn, I had a GameCube, an N64. But I remember the day that I got my PlayStation. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember saying to my mum and dad, mum and dad, oh, I don't want any presents this year because I know you can't afford to get me a PlayStation. Um, I just want money so I can save up and buy my own PlayStation. I remember my brother giving me a Christmas card that had 50p in it. I remember this like it was yesterday. He's like, that's to go towards your PlayStation. And then I remember like opening all my presents, being like excited. I think I got a bike that year as well. And then... I remember the, the big present came out, you know, that Father Ooh. Christmas had brought. I remember. And I've been like... The one what? that was hidden in the back of the cupboard that in you didn't cupboard. see. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, I remember opening it and just being like, I've got a PlayStation. It's game over, man. I've got a PlayStation. That silver <laughs> PlayStation. You push the button with the lid come open. And then it was just game on from there. I didn't get any games with it, which was crazy. I just had the demo discs. Remember back in the day when you'd get demo oh, discs? Demo discs. Mad. I remember just sitting there playing Abe's Odyssey. That was on there. Uh, Destruction Derby, like the first PS1 Destruction Derby. And just absolutely loving it. And that was sort of like, that was the start of my history with video games. From a, I was always into games, but I wasn't, I didn't quite understand them like to that level. Like you just play them, then run off outside, right? Once I got that yeah. PS1, <laughs> It was game over for everybody. I weren't leaving the house. I was like, go play football. I'm like, I'm good. I've got Metal Gear Solid One. Like, what do you mean? I'm gonna go outside. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, like, what do you have? What's your earliest memory? What game was like the game for you, Madis? Can you remember like the game that you was like, oh, this is this is not just this is not just a toy. This is not just a plaything. This is not just just something that I do like. You know, like some people are into football, some people are into sports, some people are into drawing, some people are into all these things. We are clearly into gaming. Like, do you have that one memory that you remember, like sticking out in your head? That's like, this was the one that, that told me game was going to be in my life forever. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Straight. You see like me, yeah. <laughs> you see me, yeah. Like, like I said, I got my PlayStation late. I was a, I started the same as you, Sega kid. Then I went to Nintendo. I've owned every Nintendo console other than the Wii U because it was trash. I bought a Wii U um, as well. Look, I'm an idiot, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Wii U was trash. So I like Super Nintendo. I had an N64 before I had a PlayStation. Like I had an N64. All the man then would come around. We'd bang GoldenEye. Yep. We'd bring um, Mario Kart. Like the N64 was my thing. Like for us to be have to play wrestling, all of us in one room. I didn't even really care about PlayStation. Because remember, it's their first console. I was like, who are these guys? Like these guys. <laughs> like, I'm the Nintendo kid. You get me? <laughs> they make compact then, discs, fam. What's going on yeah, here? Yeah, man. Like, this ain't music. This ain't Bob Marley album fam what are you talking about <laughs> so so um so one of my one one of my I call him my friend he weren't my friend some brother that I acquaintance, knew acquaintance. Had, um, I use yeah, that one a lot yeah. acquaintance yeah he had he had the super famicom uh, and we went to his house and he we played um secret of manor and Secret of Mana like blew my mind. And I tried to get Secret of Mana, but I could never get it. So I got Legend of Zelda. Yeah. And that was my first real game that made me love a single player game. Because for me, gaming was a thing you did with your friends. Yeah. Like, even if I would game on my own, it was just because none of my friends were around me. So I was still playing mainly multiplayer games yeah. that my friends weren't around. And, when, and I'm practicing to brought them up when they come around. And Legend of Zelda was the first game that was just about me. 
And Final Fantasy Seven, like when I bought that, like I remember my dad bought it for me. My dad took me out and I remember looking at the back and I was like, wow, these graphics look sick. Yeah. These look next level. And then when I switched it on, I was like, why do they look like triangles and squares? Nah, man, <laughs> you look bumpy. And then I realized that it was the, the, the fight scenes. But you see what? That's the game that made me a hardcore gamer. Because before, I, like you said, gaming was just what we did. We, we just played video games. Mm. But Final Fantasy VII was the game that made me say, no, I'm a gamer. Like that's when I started wearing a badge of honor. And that's why PlayStation is so special to me. Like prior to that, I've had tons and tons of consoles. The N64 was the first console that I bought with my own money. Like that was a special moment for me. But nothing made me feel like a hardcore gamer until I played that game. And that changed my life as as for, forever. And even before I ever thought I'd walk, work into this industry, that was the game that I was like, all right, I'm a gamer now. Yeah. Rahul, what about you? Have you got like a game that sticks out uh, in your head? I mean, it's so weird because the thing about my... So when I, bought, when I got my PS1... I knew nothing about games other than A Vampires and PC. Like, I didn't even know what PlayStation was. Like, my parents got it for me. I was like, oh, cool. Like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, it's like it's like you play games on. I was like, okay, cool. Like, that sounds great, whatever. And then because my parents knew nothing about games either, really, so their plan was to walk in the store and buy the most colorful cartoony looking yeah. games because i'm a seven-year-old right like I so i never played metal gear solid or final fantasy or any of those games my first game my first ever game that i put in the ps1 was crash team racing yeah. because i thought crash bandicoot looked cool and to this day one of my top five games of all time like i love it platinum the remaster done everything like just sick and then the other games i had was like bugs bunny lost in time i remember and, bugs like, bunny bro and Bugs and Taz the Time Busters, mm -hmm. and of course Spyro the Dragon. And like those are my first games. And like even then, I was never like hardcore into gaming on P on the PS1 generation. I had it like uh, along the line somewhere. My my dad started buying some games that we could play together. So he bought Tekken 2. Oh. So I used to just bottom mash with my dad, because again, I didn't know what I was doing. Um he bought the first Gran Turismo, and I was garbage because there's actually like you had to you actually had to know to something about driving. You, <laughs> you had, had to, to break. break. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going from Crash Team Racing to Gran Turismo. Like, what? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, really, I think in the PS2 era. Wait, wait, like, wait. We'll get there. We'll get there. You okay. slow, slow it down. We'll get, we'll get no, to that. All, 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 all I was going to say is that PS2 era is when I get a bit more like into it myself and start researching and reading. And that, that's oh, okay. where it gets more hardcore. But Interesting. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, if Go we on, get there later, we'll get is your PlayStation 1 chipped? Yes, of course. Are you mad? Bro, let me tell you the story about the PS1 being chipped. Let me tell you. So again, okay, my dad owned a game shop. Story my, dad, time, people. my dad owned a game shop, obviously. Like he worked mm. with people and he learned, they knew how to chip them. So I remember my dad come home one day with this binder of like, my dad used to be a DJ as well. So you know, like the big binders DJs yeah, used to have yeah. back in the day come back with a binder of games. It's like, threw it to me. It was like, use this PlayStation and test it. Tell me every single one that works. And I'm like, wow. wait, what? He's like, they're Sick. all games. Just you just remember like the old silver discs. And it just yeah, had a biro, yeah. a permanent marker yeah. on it. it like, this is, these are my experiences. That's what I say. Like people say to me like, oh, have you played this? I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh, do you remember this? I'm like, no. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, I played, I've played Everything. so many games 
It is ridiculous. <laughs> I remember playing chip, my chip one. I used to put a piece of blue tack in the in the corner of the console because you used to have to take the disc out. So you used to load up the disc, and then to get it out quicker, you put a piece of blue tack in the corner, and then boom. Yes, what well, mine is yours was chipped as well, obviously. Of course, fan man was chip. All right, let's let's just break it down for people who don't understand. Yeah. So, firstly, <laughs> one thing I want to say is disclaimer: it was illegal to chip your console. If you get if you get a PlayStation now, don't try and chip Obviously it. Obviously not. But <laughs> we you understand that like, we didn't grow up with silver spoons in our oh. mouths. Like man grew up like man grew up in 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 the hood. Like parents, they 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 tried to give us everything that they could, Facts. but they didn't have money for 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 everything. So to actually be able to get a console, remember, I'm coming from Nintendo where I'm buying these expensive off cartridges for yeah. years. And then I get this console and my bread is like, fam, you need to chip it, you know, you need to chip it, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, fam, you know what? Yeah, if you chip it, you can play any Everything. game, fam. I can get you 10 games for five pounds. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> five pounds. Fam. So I got, I gave it to a man. Do you know how shook I was? Like I had to give my give PlayStation, PlayStation to my bread. Yeah, I know. My bread walked out my yard with my PlayStation. My heart was in my chest for two days. And he came back. With like, like you said, the CD stack yep. of games, and I'd, and all it was was plain white discs with just someone's dead writing. Some of the names weren't even yep. spelt properly, because nope. some of them were Japanese <laughs> man names. Can't the man spell. was writing them. Yeah, man was writing them however he wanted. You get me? Monster Hunter with an O and all of them thing there. <laughs> Final Fantasy with a PH. And then and you put it in, and like Fixer said, some of them would work perfectly. Some of them you'd have to open nope. it, but basically. You was a, a you as a kid who was able to experience the amount of games that we was ex- able to experience in demo discs because yep. demo discs yep. there's so many games I only played the demo of and never got the the real game but like one of my favorite games that most people don't even know about is Tashinden like I was the person who was like Tekken's dead it's all about Tashinden Tashinden's <laughs> gonna be the biggest <laughs> thing ever you were wrong you were wrong fam you were wrong. <laughs> To say the least. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, but I, yeah, that I, that I makes remember. me proud, Fixer. I remember, man. I, Rahul, you didn't have this experience, I assume. Well, so the thing is, like, again, as I said, like, I knew nothing about gaming. My parents knew nothing about gaming. And to be honest, like, where I went to school, like, not many of my mates were into gaming either. Yeah. So it was just like, no one really told me about it. So I didn't really know what chipping a PlayStation was. Like, in the same way where your cousin or your mate came to you and said, you should get it chipped. Like, no one did that for me. So I, and the way that I got games was basically my parents would say that every major holiday I had yeah. at school, I'd get one game. So nice. in my Easter break, I'd get a game. Damn. In my summer break, I'd get a game. And for Christmas, I'd get a game. So I get three games a year. So it's very, it's one of those things where you're coming up and you're, you, but like, again, with the PlayStation 1, I didn't really care that much because I didn't really, I wasn't into it that, that much. But like, you know, if I had Spyro, I was like, can you get me Spyro 2? Or can you get me Crash Bash or Crash 3 or Bro, whatever? Bro, we haven't mentioned Crash Croc, though. Why have we not mentioned Croc yet? Because Croc was the one back in the day. <laughs> I played at a friend's house like later, but I never had it. Croc so, was me, the one. I'm surprised. That it's, it's definitely the kind of game that my parents would have bought. But then they started buying like licensed games. Like I had the, the Toy Story game. Oh, that was dope. Which, which was sick. Yeah. I love that. 100% of that shit. Yep. Like like a year ago <laughs> <laughs> one thing but, we gotta um, mention yeah. fixer, 
Mm. One thing we've got to mention is the PlayStation had some trash on it as well because oh. it was so easy to develop on it. Obviously. You know, like people talk about like the Apple stores and talk about the Switch and everything's on the Switch. That shovelware, like you, like Rahul, if you if your parents took you to the shop and they got you some wrong game, like yeah. obviously you're a kid, you're going to enjoy it. But there was some no. stuff on there like, it was what done. is this? <laughs> yeah. Like like certain people, all they've ever developed is like built Lego and they're like, yeah, man can make a game Mm. now. But but to be (laughs) honest with you, I had that experience with Final Fantasy. Like for me, back in the day, Final Fantasy was trash. Because obviously, I grew up. <laughs> Might have just died a little no, bit. No, no, as a, as a kid. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. No, to me, as a kid, like, you got to remember, yeah? I was dyslexic, so I couldn't read properly. Didn't know that at the time. So I couldn't read properly. Yeah. So I'm not reading any of the text. And then the whole game is turn based. But at the time, as a kid, I don't know what turn based is. So mm. I'm literally just sat there, like, wait, why am I not fighting? Why am I not punching? Why am I not kicking? Why am I just clicking menus? Like, ah, oh, this is trash. I had Final Fantasy seven, Final Fantasy eight, Final Fantasy ten. like obviously 10's a bit further out, but like seven and eight, I remember just being like, why do I even have these games? Like, I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. Like, it's only now that we've got the remakes, I'm like, it's magical. This is the best game ever. Yeah. Midas was right. <laughs> like, it's only now that I'm like loving these games. Back then, I remember just being like, I remember my friends just playing, do you want to swap? And I was like, mm, I better not. My dad might beat me, but you can borrow it still. And then being like, this is the best. And I'm like, nah, man, this is trash. You're not, not wrong, this. though. You're not wrong. Because when I started, I thought the turn base was trash. I'm like, what is, why am I? Because remember, like Zelda and all of that, that's it's all real time. So I yep. had that same experience, but the story gripped me so much that I continued and then I was kind of like, "Raw, this turn base is kind of cool. Do you know how sick it is that you can eat your dinner and play video games at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> you know how sick that is. Like, it, I, my mum, I might get something from the chip shop, chip batty and them thing there. You get me? Chip batty and them thing there. And I'm eating and I can still play the game because it's in turn base. I yep. do my move, eating my chips and yep. that. Do my move. <laughs> Let me, you can't do that at Street Fighter. True. <laughs> True. But yeah, it's, a, it's just a weird one. Like my... <laughs> when pe- people always say to me, it's like, why are you not, why are you not into PlayStation? I'm like, I play video games. That's it, mm. period, end of story. Like, now, especially now being on the inside, like, I play everything. Every PlayStation exclusive that comes out, I play every single one because PlayStation makes some of the most remarkable games in the world. Like, bar none. Like, even, even Days Gone. I enjoyed Days Gone. I, Ghost of Tsushima. I haven't had the chance to finish it yet. But um, <laughs> that was a fantastic game. But do you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm into video games. And that's why I think so special about PlayStation. And that's, we're looking at, to go a little bit forward, it's like Astrobot. Astrobot now holds like a really special place in my heart after playing that on the PS5, right? Because I grew up in a game shop. So I've kind of been around all of these components my entire oh, yeah. whole life and i remember having on the psx the flip screen that my dad had in his car that you plug in <laughs> through the uh cigarette charger port bit and like i have like and when i played astro Bot, i was like it all brought it all back to me where i was just like yeah. i've had that i've had that i've had that i've had that and then like obviously to see the japanese like input ones that i'm like What's that? Why did I not have that? Yeah. What was this? A PlayStation about? mouse. I yeah, was just like, what? exactly. Like, what's that even for? Exactly. But um, Rahul, you was gonna tell a story about your PS2. So like, 
your, your, your PS2 era, which I think, I remember getting my PS2, same sort of story, um, was going for Christmas again, which was the mainly when I got my consoles um, from my mum and dad. Like, how did you get your PS2? Do you remember that? And what was like a game that sticks out in your mind? So that, was, the PS2 is the one that I remember like it was yesterday because after I've been playing PS1 for a few years, my I slowly started meeting other people that were getting get into gaming and we I would talk about with people and I was like, all right, Someone was like, "Oh, mate, there's a new PlayStation coming." I was like, "A new one? Like what? That's that's wicked!" Like I, again, I didn't, I didn't even, I, like, dial up, I didn't even have internet. Probably, I don't no, know. I, I didn't. And like, <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay, that's cool." And then I remember I was like, started saving for it because I started to get an allowance. Like by the time I got to like nine, I was getting an allowance, and I was like, "Ah, right. mine he's rich, fam." Would you mean an allowance? As in <laughs> an allowance, as in like if I do fam, the we knew hoovering, that, if fam, I do we knew the that already. <laughs> and if I get flipping, if I do the dusting, I'll get like like a fiver. Bro, so a fiver? This is yeah, madness. Sick, sick, sick. But yeah, so I started saving yeah. for my birthday. I got some money as well, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy the PlayStation Two because one of my friends had it. I think I got it like a few years like after it came out. Yeah, and. I just remember, like, I started seeing magazines in Tesco's, you know, like the PlayStation 2 official magazine. Yep. And this was before they put cellophane on it, so you could actually read it yep. in the shop. And that's when I started, like, okay, these games, now now the whole world has just opened up so I can see, like, what kind of games actually exist. Can I interject and, for two seconds? And you yeah, can go yeah. back. It's just because I want to talk about magazines. Because magazines yeah, took, yeah. played such a huge part in my childhood of the fact that I couldn't have them. My mum, mm. my mum used to be like, are you crazy? Six pounds for a magazine? Are you nuts? Oh, this one's got demo disc in it. You, no, but you know what she used to care. say to me? I love her, yeah? Because she used to be like, you can't even read and you want a magazine. I'm like, you know what? I want to look at the pictures. I just want to look at the pictures. <laughs> that's all I wanted to do was look at the pictures. And she was yeah. not having none of it. And I remember that moment of like, when we walked, it must have been like a WH Smiths or a Woolworths or whatever it was back then. And just walking past the magazine rack and being like, video games what what the what on earth yep. is this like again greg greg miller who we all know and um he tells a great story about how like he he as a child realized that people were getting paid i was not that smart unfortunately so i just saw they make video game magazines oh my god i must have this and I, even even to this day even to this day when we go on holiday Haley pick up a we pick up a magazine each year, and I always go buy a gaming magazine. Always, no matter what, because it brings back that feeling yeah. of like, yeah, I can afford this now. My mom can't tell me yeah. no. There's no way. <laughs> Fam, gaming magazines are mad expensive now. Yep. They're almost like yeah. they're like almost the other day. Yeah, I bought two gaming magazines for um, Contra, a friend in the states, because she collects them. Yeah, and there's stuff she can't get out there. Fam, it cost me just under twenty pound for two yep. magazines. Keith. And there's no demo discs. <laughs> the demo discs back in the day were like the big, big thing though. On Even on the PS2 as well, I was still playing demo discs. I remember them coming in the plastic yeah, case. Same. We all remember the yeah. iconic plastic case with the tiny yeah, yeah, insert. Yeah. And oh, yeah, it was it was magical. Go back to your story of what you were saying though. I apologize. No, no, I mean, that was basically it. It was like after I found out about magazines, I started reading, like, you know, my mom would do the shopping and I would basically sit there and read the whole magazine. And because my mom never let me buy them either because she's yeah. you know, expensive. Waste and so I was money. like, oh, this one looks good. <laughs> this one looks good. And then again, because I was still like, I was still, I was like 12 or 13 and I still didn't really have my money. My parents didn't let me 
buy my own games and stuff. Yeah. So because they they were getting to that point where like we want to make sure it doesn't go too out of control. So I could only play on the weekends and after school and like a little bit and yeah. shit like that. And so then I started making lists of games that I wanted. So when it was my summer holidays, my parents were like, all right, come on, let's go get you a game. I have a list ready. I've done some research and I was like, right, these are the ones I want. So then I played like Metal Gear Solid 2. Then I started Sunday. playing like um what else? What else did I have in the early days of PS2? I, Tekken I mean, Tag I had Tournament. Some... Oh Tekken Tag oh, Tournament. I, I definitely had sick. Tekken 5. That remember, one was I Madis, you remember Tekken Tag Tournament? Of course. Okay, that was the one, bro. I used to love that game. And it had a blue disc, which the, the lasers oh, yeah. used to burn out. And my, my PS2 burnt out at one point, and it couldn't play my Tekken Tag Tournament no more. So I could only play games that had the black disc. Does anyone remember this? Where they would just burn out. I remember I remember selling mine to Game Station, yeah? But I left the disc in it so they would test it with that disc. And I went and sold it and bought another PlayStation 2. <laughs> Ah, nice. Shout out to not yeah Game Station. It was Game Station back in the day. I remember yeah, Game Station. Yeah, I was hustling, I bro. I was hustling. I was hustling. So, yeah, I, I was playing like I mean, I still had my love for those. I think a lot of my love for like the platformers comes from playing Spyro and Crash because I still I bought Jack and Daxter. That yeah. was one that I read up read up about and was like this and and it was because it said by the people that made Crash Bandicoot and I was like I right, I'm in. Then like Ratchet and Clank was huge for me on PS2, but then also like moving to different genres so, like. Other than Gran Turismo, I played Need for Speed Underground 2 and Burnout 3 Takedown and like Burnout Revenge. Like solid games for me, like loved them so much. And that was when it really exploded for me. And then going into secondary school, meeting like more people, finding more other gamers. But yeah, it was my, that, my was, that was what it really took what off. What about you? If you've got like a PS2 game that sticks up. So children, sit down. Let me tell you the oh, story. Here we go. All right. So I was still nintendo kid so on day of release i bought the gamecube um and that came out what 2001 and the playstation 2 came out in 2000 so I playstation so. 2 was was already out but i was like no nah, like it's gonna be about the gamecube the gamecube's gonna be the sickest thing bought that on day of release Ugh, why did i waste my money and then, but I was still, I was still flying the flag for Nintendo. All my brothers were telling me about the PS2, telling me, fam, you can watch DVDs. Yeah. I'm, I don't own no DVDs. What are you talking about? I don't own DVDs. I don't need to watch them. I still got a VHS tape that presses rewind. You get me? I'm good. Oh, man. And, um, and then I saw this game and it was like the most incredible looking game of all time. And I said, I this game, be. ladies and gentlemen, is going to change gaming. This will be the game that defines gaming generations forever. So I, PlayStation um, 2 couldn't get them anywhere. And I was ringing around all of these secondhand shops and I found one and I caught a cab. To catch one into to Mitchum because I lived in Bricky and I weren't yeah. walking with no PlayStation Two yeah. in my hand. So caught a cab there. Cabman took me. The woman bought it, took it in, plugged it in, and I started a game called The Bouncer. Ah, oh, the Bouncer was the one back in the day, brother. That Yo, game. That, that was my game that was, I had shipped. <laughs> that game was so trash. No, that was like the you're trashiest. You're a liar. You're that a liar. Game is the biggest trash ever that's ever come out of Square Enix. That game visually nope. looks cool. Nope. The fighting nope. is okay. It's janky nope. as hell, fam. That game <laughs> yawned trash not having it because i grew I'm up playing it. fighting you know i'm gonna say my deep voice yeah trash 
whatever. Oof. Does anyone remember <laughs> Fighting Force? Or it might be Fighting... Yeah, Fighting Force on the PS1. I remember... <laughs> so, remember, I grew up on Streets of Rage, right? So, the progression of that was in Fighting Force, which was, like, a similar concept. Uh, beat em up, but it was, like, more open world-ish and, like, obviously 3D polygons. So, that was huge. When the bouncer got announced, bro... But, do you know what? I thought it was multiplayer. And I think it might have been, but only on the internet. I didn't have internet. Um... I remember being like, me and my dad sat down to play Bouncer. I'd be like, this is going to be... Because we play Fighting Force, we play Streets of Rage. I remember getting it, but like, sorry, dad, it's just single player. And him just looking at me like, this is it. Handsha for handshakes to each other, like, I guess it's where you go on your own, son. I remember sitting there playing the Bouncer, being like, this is what I wanted. Side-scrolling beat-em-ups was what I grew up on as a kid. And this, oh, dude, the graphics were sick for the Bouncer back in yeah, the day. But you know what I think? really revolutionary about the bouncer the bouncer was like one of the first games that were like a system seller yeah. like that whole system seller thing wasn't like now like that's just normality to have yeah, a game yeah. that they promise you how sick the system's going to be before it even comes out sonic obviously did that with a mega drive because of obviously it being 32 bit but yeah that was that first system seller like raw this game is going to be incredible and it, and it was. was trash no <laughs> but that console was magical like we're talking final fantasy 10 which is still one of my favorite games devil may cry yep. obviously oh, yeah. um, san andreas I think. dvds like <laughs> sick but my flipping my i bought mine second hand it started scratching my games, fam. Yeah, I remember the latest. No. Used to started do that scratching as well. my yeah. Used to so after after about a year and a half, it just started scratching all my discs. Pissed me off. <laughs> 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 the, the man took yeah. that long ass camera. The 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 PS2 for me was like was another one where I remember being same sort of story. It was like I'm gonna save up and buy one because my mum and dad telling me they're not gonna buy it for me, and then getting it at Christmas again. Um, but yeah, I remember playing. I, I grew up on a lot of sports games because me and my I had a brother um, the exact same. I've got a brother the same exact same age as me. So for me, it's like we needed we needed multiplayer games. But the thing that sticks out in my mind for the PS2 era is wrestling games. Smackdown, uh, Here Comes the Pain. Smackdown, Shut Your Mouth was on the PS1, if I'm not mistaken. And then Smackdown versus Raw and that whole generation when that started coming. Like, wrestling games for me were like... That was the pinnacle of wrestling, wrestling games in my mind, even though I know No Mercy on the N64 was better. But I remember just like being able to walk backstage in the in SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth, and being able to talk to wrestlers. But I remember like walking up to Jeff Hardy and be like, Jeff, do you want to tag with me tonight? He's like, yeah, man, I'll tag with you. And I remember being like, oh, I'm, I'm tagging with Jeff Hardy tonight. <laughs> oh, it was mad. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Um, but yeah, I remember Resident Evil 4 was obviously like, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I haven't told my Resident Evil story on this because everyone knows it. it it's, no it's a retired way. story. No, no one needs to hear it again. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil 4 though, again, as much as like people know me as like not liking Resident Evil 4, nah. But when that released, it come in my, I bought it. It had my, it come in the still book. And I remember being like, wow, look, is this, it's a metal case. Like, I think that was like my first ever still book and being like, this is, this is magical. I can't believe I've got this. And when you finally start playing that game and seeing what it did for gaming and what it did for Resident Evil at the time, it was just like, damn, 
this is this is crazy this is crazy i remember my great granddad i spent a lot of time with my great granddad and he used to be huge into cars so the only game he'd ever watched me play was gran turismo which was i don't remember what one it was called but it was one with a red case it was like an iconic red case i think it was um, uh, a spec like yeah, that, sound, that A-spec sounds right or something like yeah. that and I remember just sitting there for hours playing that. And then, like, I remember my aunt, my aunt used to come in the room and be like, oh, you have to buy the Aston Martin. That's my dream car. And then, like, driving <laughs> around in the Aston Martin. And, like, the PS2 built me who I am who I am today. Like, really, it really did. It was only the PS3 once, we, and we'll we get there now, which was when we get to the PS3, overall, the 360 was already out. Fight Night had already begun. And I was just like, bro, look at the graphics of Fight Night. I'm not being a PS3, so I didn't get a PS3 until... So I played on PS3s um, at my dad's shop, like I said before. I remember playing Metal Gear Solid um, 4, because I remember that came out on it. And I remember I hadn't played Snake Eater until later on. And Metal Gear for me was huge. One, two, two especially holds like a super special place in my heart. But when I played Metal Gear Solid 4 on the PS3, I was just like, no, I'm good. I don't need this. Like, and I hear, I've never played it. I've never actually beat it. Because I remember that opening of the game, it's all metal, you're all, you're facing a bunch of Metal Gears. And I remember being like, where's the people? I don't want to shoot robots. This isn't, this isn't <laughs> what I want from this game. And then I just was like, no, nah, I'm good, dad. I don't want to play this. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. But I remember how important the PS3 was when it came out, just because it was super expensive because it came out at like 500 pound or 600 pound. Um, back then and they were like get a second job if you want one sort of thing and like do you have a memory for you when you when you eventually got a ps3 uh we'll start with Midas. like do you remember where you where you was or how you got your ps3 and before i even say that one thing i have to agree with yeah, you as yeah. well is the ps2 hockey fam i used to oh, okay. i used to have this sick hockey game there'd be sports that i'm not even into that i used to play on a ps2 hockey skiing all of them kind of things so the PlayStation 3 changed. Can I just jump my... in for one quick yeah, second? Go on, say what you say, much, G. The PSP came out before the Dude, PS3. I've got so many stories. No, over that. but we've only got but... an hour. Bro, I've got okay, stories. Okay, fair, fair. I've got stories. Bro, I, okay, drew, I, I drew a PSP. This is how I got my okay. first. I ever, the first console I ever bought of my own money was a PSP. I drew it and went downstairs to my mum and was like, mum, I want one of these. And my mum was no. like, I can't afford it. So she yeah. she got me a job at Clark's where my mum nice. worked, working out in the staff in the back room. They wouldn't pay me my wages and they kept the money in the safe. They let me see it because they were like, we're not stealing from you. They kept all my money in the safe. The game station was across the road. I remember the day it come out, bopping across the road like I was the baddest. Like <laughs> bought a bundle that had like a bunch of soccer, uh, football games and Need for Speed and I was off. Bro, the PSP was mad. Was mad. Yeah. Okay, if we don't have time, well, I'll, we've only got an hour, me, so we're gonna miss the PS4. Me, Maybe if we get an episode just, one, we'll get to a PS4. Maybe because I just, I just have to say my piece. That Please do, do, do. One of the biggest things about me as a gamer now, my favorite franchise of all time, started for me on PSP, which is Monster Hunter. Like, uh, okay, Monster Hunter. Like, I at this at this point, I'd gone to, I've been to school, and I've found some friends who are really into gaming. And my first ever, yes, my G, that is what I like to see on that Nintendo. Like people on Nintendo, he's got the Nintendo. That's an amiibo, everyone. <laughs> I want everyone to know that uh, that hoodie he's wearing. Apparently, not that important. Apparently, but um, <laughs> but yeah, like my first real like multiplayer because I never had a, a network adapter for the PS2. Yeah. So I used to play co-op with my brother on a few games, but like. 
going out into the world and like I used to go to comic like MCM Comic Con, take my PSP, and there'd be like Monster Hunter gatherings where you would like meet with people and hunt together. And so I just have to throw my piece out there, oh, like mon- like PSP and Monster Hunter was like a big part of my PlayStation history. So yeah, we can, we can chip- go about PSP. Wait, but I I never, I never, no, 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 <laughs> I never, I never. That's one of the consoles I never chipped. I never chipped my PSP. I know a lot of people did, and it's one of the hmm. very few consoles that I never did get chipped. I remember the. Obviously, films for me was a big one. I had Spider-Man on the UMD. That was like <laughs> lying in bed like, yeah, I'm going to watch this film every single night. I remember waking <laughs> up and just, like, landing on my face and stuff. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, did you have a PSP, Midas? Yes. The PSP was so sick. Crisis Core. Like, sick yeah, is one of the best Final Fantasy games that was ever. The first game I and had on my basically, it was, it was expanding from Final Fantasy VII, yeah. but you would have liked it because it was real time. I know. But you I know, know what I really liked about a PSP? Like, I had all the Game Boys growing up, but Game Boys still felt proper kids, yeah. kiddie. And my next door neighbor, like, he's, his parents had bare money, so he had everything, everything you wanted. And he had a Game Gear, and not many people had a Game I Gear. I remember game he had... Gear. He had a Game Gear with Shinobi and the Game Gear was proper like it was like the first PSP because it was a proper adult handheld. It wasn't yeah. like the Game Boy that felt all kiddie, but it was just at two higher price points. So by the time the PSP came out, like there was more adults, people who grew up in gaming and we was able to experience that was my first kind of adult handheld. Um, so yeah, I love the the PSP, and don't worry about the PS4, man. That's new, man. We don't need to get into that. But <laughs> yeah. as you asked me about the PlayStation Three, yeah, the PlayStation Three was the most important console in my life to Damn. today. Wow, man, the most important console into my life to today because um, not my favorite, but the most important. Yeah. So just like yeah. you, um, I was a recording artist. So we yeah, we I used to laugh actually. So let I me mean, not. I mean, I that. ain't. I'm retired. MC okay, just in right. the name. All right, no, cool. I do all it right. to try and win competitions, <laughs> and that's it. Let me tell all you. Right, so we were both recording artists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when yeah. the when the when the PlayStation so the PlayStation came out in 2009, and that's yeah. when man first started writing and stuff like that. And yeah. my whole like. I literally didn't get a PlayStation 3 until the Slim came out. When I used to go to studios, the man name would always have a PS3 in there. Yeah. And I was never even, I wasn't really into FIFA. I, I used to love Pro back in the days. Yeah, everyone um, has, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but they all had, they all had Tekken um, or they all had GTA. So yeah. like, it, we'd man be in the studio and GTA while Pro. somebody else is recording... I'd be able to play the PS3. And I was like, this console is sick. What is Henge? Like, why yeah. is it so big? Like, one time, I swear someone broke their toe on it in the studio, like, just hitting it. Looks at my PS4. Hmm. Oh, my PS5, sorry. Hmm. Henge. <laughs> Henge is nothing compared to this thing. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, it, yeah, for real. It was Henge and it was weighty. But, like, at that time, that was probably the biggest time that I didn't really get to game. Yeah. Like, you know, we all have a time where we don't get to game and like yeah. you, you like career, work, girls, women, men, girls. whatever you like. Girls, you just, girls, yeah, you start, girls. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you start experiencing other things in life, and gaming isn't important. You're not seeing your friends that much, or if you are, maybe you lot are going to play footy yeah. at, at the park and stuff like that. And I never really gamed for a long time; like it wasn't really the thing. And then. 
I started seeing all of these games and Sainsbury's, which is a store in the UK, if you are from anywhere Well done. Else. Well, most of the people watching it, probably, most of the subs that we have, probably American, so well done. Exactly. So they did this mad sale. It was a three-day sale of the, of the PlayStation 3 Slim, and they knocked £100 off of it, fam. And it was gone everywhere and in my um, <laughs> i remember my cousin was driving at that time i was like fam take me he told me to about four sainsbury's none of them had it and i was like ah oh. and he took me to one other sainsbury's but they said the deal was done but it was still on the shelf and i was like no nah, consumer rights means that i could buy <laughs> yeah, you know them, <laughs> i was i was tapping into that bag and the guy was just like yeah, just take it. I don't give a shit, I'm, mate. Just take I'm, it. <laughs> and the reason why I say this was the most important concert in my life is before the PlayStation 3, playing games for me was still all about multiplayer. Like I am I'm the oldest sibling. My my my, my sister's just turned 25. So so like most of my gaming would be um when I was younger, would be with my friends that come out and then more and more i wouldn't see my friends or they wouldn't come to your house so much you'd go out and see them and so all gaming for me was a multiplayer thing and the playstation 3 was the first time that i tapped into being a single player gamer what it means to be a single player gamer and then the uncharted series and learning about like nathan drake and being lost in a story and and not even knowing that you could a, a game could feel like the biggest action movie like it can mm. feel like the biggest action movie you ever experienced and like arkham city and like yeah. like actually feeling like batman and feeling that strength and gta 5 like driving around listening to the radio and hearing the game girls talk and stuff like that and that that actually that one console did more than every single console that i ever had because it was like oh, I can game on my own and I can get lost in a story. And and, and it took me back to why I first started gaming because when I was playing games like, when I was playing games like Secret of Mana and stuff, that was one base story. But this was something that I could connect with. And that was the first console that made me say, Nintendo who? Like that was the first time where I was like, no, this, this, that's what, that's when I fell in love with the PlayStation ecosystem. And you know me, I'm, I'm that, I'm that loyal guy. I'm that fly flag kind of guy. Like if I ride with you, I ride with you. And like, that's just how we are in the hood. And that's how I felt with PlayStation. And I felt like PlayStation did that for me. It's like Manchester United. I never used to watch football. And then when I started watching football, the first team I saw, watch was man united so, so i supported man united Got everyone it. was like how can you support man united you're from brixton fam yeah, yeah. that's the first football <laughs> team i watched yeah. that's who i'm gonna support and that's what the playstation 3 did with me and and it's like it really really changed who i am as a person as a gamer and that's when i was like i started hugging that thing i was like yeah ps3 man that's so mad because my experience is like the opposite like for me, PS3 is where I found proper multiplayer gaming. Because on PSP, I played Monster Hunter co-op, which was great. And I played, like, SOCOM, like, back in the day with my friends um, in, like, the ad hoc, like, um, m- like local matches. But then my first game on PS3 was Modern Warfare. And I hooked that thing up to the internet, and I was playing online, and I was just like, oh, my God. This is just mind-blowing. And, like, suddenly there I am with, like, my whole... Because at this stage, I was probably just doing my GCSEs. So, like, or maybe my first year of A-levels or something. And, like, everyone at school 
after school's over, go home, and you're smashing out Call of Duty. Call of Duty and like, it. yeah, and that, and that that was that was where it opened my eyes, man. So it was that, and obviously PS3 introduced another big part of my life, which is trophies. But uh, we won't get into the trophy talk. But that that made that that. Hey, this I is the place to addicted. do it. This is the place to I, do it. I, I started getting addicted to collecting trophies early on. Like it took me a while. Like I didn't care at first. But like Ratchet and Clank, a cracking was it a cracking time. I think that was the first PS. No, that was the first PS3 Ratchet game that had trophies, and that was my first ever platinum. And ever since then, I've been a trophy hunter. And that was all PS3, baby. Like I was because there was there were rumors that the PSP was supposed to have trophies but they couldn't they couldn't get it like ready in time and blah 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 but like man when i when i saw that and i started seeing those those that nice shiny platinum i was like oh that's it i'm i'm in i'm, I'm glad we've got a greg miller now i'm glad we've got our <laughs> own greg. what about you fixer well i mean for me the playstation 3 was a weird one i remember again i i played i played everything so i've i had one at home when my dad had had to replace it for a 360 because the 360 was my console that's i was a playstation <coughs> kid well, i was a sega kid then i was a playstation kid with i always again i've been very privileged i didn't grow up rich or anything like that but it just happenstance of what my dad did for a living meant mm. that i was able to take not not as often as you'd think, let me tell you. But he would bring home a PlayStation 3. He would bring home an N64. So the PlayStation 3 was that console. The 360 was mine. I was I was a 360 kid because it was cheaper. It was already out. And I, that was what I had bought into. Fight Night, again, like I said, was like the pinnacle. But I remember my cousin had um, a PS3. He bought it day one. And he had MotorStorm on it. Um, and I remember being like, Bro, this is next level. And do you remember uh, the PS3 had the motion control in the controller yeah. as well? And I remember thinking that was really cool. So a lot of my experiences came from like playing with friends, like you said, co-op at other people's houses, sort of thing like that. And then a friend of, it was actually when I got with Hayley, um, a friend of her brother's was like, oh, I'm selling my PS3 with a bunch of games. Um, and I was like, does it have Last of Us? Does it have Last of Us? And he's like, yeah, I got Last of Us with it. You can you can buy it off me if you want 60 quid or something like that. Like, he was doing me a proper sweet deal. He could have got more for it, definitely. And I remember like, yeah, I'll buy it just so I could play The Last of Us because I heard so much about Last of Us. Like, so, so the PS3 era is kind of like the Ratchets and all these games that you guys have been talking about, right? The exclusives. And I have no history with any of them. So I yeah. see the new Ratchet and everyone's like, oh, new Ratchet. And I'm like, oh, this looks really good but I have no touchstone to it. And it's the same thing. It was only like the PS4 generation where I was like, you know what? I'm in a position now where we get codes for games, me and, my, me and Midas, um, and just because of what we do for a living, like I need to broaden my horizon out from just being an Xbox guy. Yes, Xbox is always going to be with me. Xbox is always going to be what I cover for a living. Xbox is where I play a lot of my third parties, but... I needed to go back and do my history to play The Last of Us. I had to play Uncharted and I played 1, 2, and 3 and like being like, oh yeah, I see it now. I understand. And so slowly but surely, I'm still working my way through um, all of that history of what PlayStation really has. Um, so the PS3 was kind of a miss a misstep for me. I missed, I missed a lot of those iconic games, which is a shame. But um, again, there's still time. There's still time to film my history at the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Yeah, man, it's a it's a weird old time being a being a PlayStation fan. Again, it's it's it, everybody I know grew up on PlayStation, and Nintendo was their secondary. 
always. Like Nintendo mm. had great games, but PlayStation was where it's at. We're not gonna. We can quickly touch on topic of the show, uh, which is PlayStation breaks another huge US sales record in its first five months on the market. The PlayStation Five has become the fastest selling console in the US. We don't need to go into any more details there. The question I just want to pose to both of you is: Do you think the PS Five will be the best selling console of this generation? Obviously, I li- go on, go on, no, go on. I literally feel like PlayStation has done something incredible where it's taken to this generation, to people to actually realize PlayStation has a history. Because when we think about history of gaming, we think about Nintendo, we think about Mega Drive. We don't really put PlayStation or Microsoft in that that ecosystem. And I feel like so many people who grew up in PlayStation are always going to buy that system. And they've marketed the PS5 incredibly What's going to be the definitive addition <coughs> of this is, one, how long these consoles last. Because if the PlayStation gets its own version of the Red Ring of Dead, Death, then it's, it's out of the window. And also really depends on what they're doing with these first party studios, which they're very, very good at. Um, the best. But, yeah, but this isn't, do you know what the thing is, right? It's in anyone's corner and i'm always doing that like i'm always going that fixer like you're the xbox guy and playstation yeah. it's all banter really and truly doesn't matter we're lucky that we have these incredible consoles i'm lucky that i'm able to have both of these consoles but i think if playstation keeps doing what they are doing that there's no reason for them not to see and i'm on the opposite side of that especially yeah, with the, I, with, I was, with the oh, news that with all the news that's just come out about playstation i feel like they've become very arrogant and I feel like more and more people are seeing what not only Xbox, but what Xbox has to offer now with Game Pass, what Epic's doing with their free games. And I feel like the market is becoming more split, more than it ever has. Like us as game of console gamers, we live in like our own world, but more and more people that I speak to are like, yeah, I'm just going to buy a PC. I'm just going to buy a PC. I don't think that means... PlayStation won't still have the best-selling console because I think they have the best IP and some of the best studios. And I think that sells on itself, right? The next uh, Naughty Dog game that comes out, everyone's going to want to play it. Same thing. I think Ghost of the Shima 2, Spider-Man 2, they have these games that are going to move units, always. The only thing I think PlayStation does really well compared to anybody, which may help them remain in the minds of everyone that you need to buy them is they do this stuff with with like the the celebrities and they, they get it on jimmy kimmel they do like all these all these things that Travis Scott. Tra- all of all of that stuff right which yeah, i think yeah. i don't see you don't see it happen with nintendo like they'll do the pokemon concert with with um post malone but that's very already talking to the same market i'm talking about getting it out there to the casuals playstation Mm. do it so well and they make it they sign the deal with fifa which xbox used to have which was genius because it gets that market so rahul i think you're in the same place as me where you was going so i'll let you go where are you at with it yeah well i was going to say like i completely agree with everything you're saying and like it's interesting because you, you i agree that they're definitely like hitting that wider casual audience and that might help them in sales but it's like the hardcore audience slowly there's i feel like the momentum is shifting just from what i'm seeing on twitter and the stories about them closing down the ps3 and vita stores and game preservation and then that whole bloomberg report about what's happening at bend and like people being like oh they're mismanaging first parties and you know they've got all this momentum but slowly it's like 
Xbox hitting all these massive home runs, no pun intended, but MLB just as an example. Yep. And like, it's just, it seems like there's a momentum shift. And actually for the hardcore gamers, like you, you talk about the celebrities, but like the, the voice and personality of the company, which matters to us, like you've got your Phil Spencer front and center, you've got Aaron Greenberg. Whereas like our Sean Layden and Shuhei Yoshida has gone into the background now. And, and now Jim Ryan is... Jim Ryan's Very Jim Ryan. Businessy. Yeah, Jim Ryan's <laughs> Jim Ryan. And that's that's fine. But it's just like we don't we don't necessarily have that same like personality that I used to have. And so there is a bit of a momentum shift. And I agree, like, yeah, we've got the first parties, blockbuster games, but you know, right now I still maintain like I don't have a reason to buy a series X or S because if you have an Xbox One X, for example, and you've got Game Pass, you're you're fine, at yep. least for another year for, or two. Yep. But you, you were talking about the generation. What happens when the new Fable comes out? Yeah. What happens when all these first parties that they've acquired start pushing out games? And I don't want to get into the whole Bethesda exclusivity that, thing. We but can who do knows a whole show happen. on that. We can do a yeah. whole show on that. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But one way or the other, I feel like... I mean, you're already seeing it. Like, Outriders was free on Game Pass and, and not on PlayStation. Yep. So where are people going to choose to play? So in, in three years' time, I think... Who knows where we're going to be at? Like right now, yeah. Like I'm, I think it's great that they're the best-selling console. I don't know if it's going to last for the whole generation. That's that's where I'm at. Fair but enough. I still love PlayStation. I mean, I'm going to buy Ratchet and Clank day one, of and I'm going to platinum that in a weekend. <laughs> of course. Of but course. yeah, come on. Let's plug, 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 <laughs> and get ourselves out of here. Uh, Midas, we'll start with you. Where can the people find you and follow your work? Um, so you can find me everywhere at Mr. Midas Games. Um, I host a show called WTF Weekly on Sky TV. So you can catch that on Fridays and Saturdays at 10 p.m. If you've got Sky on Jinx.tv um, and that runs go- globally in the UK, Canada, Philippines and South Africa. Um, I've got my own YouTube channel where I talk playstation nintendo sometimes xbox mainly rpgs third person action adventures reaction all of that stuff you can get shout mr midas games twitter instagram Facebook, all of them thing there straight rahul where can people find you i do not have as much stuff to plug as mine you can find me on twitter <laughs> at rahulahoop with an underscore that is all. <laughs> You've got your Twitch as well. Where can people find you on Twitch? Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't streamed for a while, but it's been super busy at work. Um, but <clears throat> uh, you can find me twitch.tv forward slash Rahulu with underscore. Taking a bit of a hiatus, but I will be back streaming some stuff. I'm trying to sort out a PC so I can actually stream with all the bells and whistles and plugins and overlays. But until then, I, I do occasionally stream direct from, from PS5. Fair enough. You can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Uh, go check out my personal channel, youtube.com slash MC Fixer, where I do reactions, let's plays, and uh, some tech stuff every now and then. Thank you all. The The big important thing that I want to say to the audience is engagement. I, I'm not someone that stresses about views, but I do stress about engagement. So please, please, please be sure to like, share, drop us a comment on the feedback of this show. Do you want it to see it continue, or is this just a one-off? Um, I've had a great time doing no. it, but those are the important things. It's we want people's feedback. You can follow us all on Twitter, like we've said. Let us know. It's that's all I care about. Engagement, engagement, engagement. Share it with some friends. And I hope you enjoyed this very first pilot episode. And until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye. <laughs>